0: It's about time we committed some historical kidnappings on episode number fifty-one of the Retro Rewind podcast. Ah, uh-huh, get it? It's about time.
1: Retro Rewind podcast initialized. Mission identified. Hmm. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure.
2: Oh, Nineteen eighty-nine uh, co-hosts online.
1: Uh, That's what said. Nineteen eighty-eight. All systems number.
0: Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 51. There you can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and you can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Speaking of which, for this episode... Our reflux capacitors were fully charged by our most excellent patrons, Brian Keating, uh, Jake Arsenu, and Andrew LeGreve. Thank you so much, guys, for your support. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and I don't dispute different dimensions. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I predicted that Bill and Ted. Excellent Adventure would be a nostalgic movie. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul, the master interrupter powers. Hey, Paul. Hello. Paul, my usual trivia slash question for you is, so the phone booth time machine from the film became a contest prize in Nintendo Power Magazine. Uh, they awesome. They're promoting the Bill and Ted NES game, and so mm-hmm. it was sort of a give, giveaway promotion thing. They gave away the phone booth? According to IMDb, yes. Wow. Paul, my question to you is, what video game magazine did you subscribe to or just buy a lot of when you were a kid? You were going to
3: ask, what happened to that phone booth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you know that too, that'd be awesome.
3: <laughs> oh, last year on the Ren Fair, but... Uh... You could check out my Facebook page for that. Anyway, uh, magazine that I subscribe to—I subscribe to comic books, but not—I don't remember oh. uh, magazines that I subscribe to uh, off the top of my head. So, okay. uh, yeah, I'm more of a,
0: a bookstore kind of guy. Okay, no worries. And I predicted this movie would be a classic. Ah, yes. And I just wanted to share that if it was anyone was curious. My magazine of choice was Electronic Gaming Monthly. Oh, way back yes. when. EGM. Mhm. We are joined once again in his yearly visit to the podcast, my friend Kyle Dykstra. Welcome back to the show,
2: Kyle. Thank you. It's good to be back Here every year. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want you guys to miss me too much.
0: Yeah, thank you. If you enjoy listening to Kyle, you can go all the way back to slash 6 for our Super Mario Brothers movie episode, where Kyle joined us, there, uh, Kyle, since it's been so well, so well, so long, will you please share or tell us? Wow, will you please tell us what you do for a living?
2: Yes, I work for a special inspection company. I'm a lab technician. It's incredibly exciting to watch concrete dry and then break it. Wow. Well, I'd imagine the breaking part's pretty cool. It was for about a week. <laughs> 18 months into it, it's it's not quite as exciting as L- it used to be. Losing its shine a bit. Yeah, yeah. They, concrete really just breaks the same way every time now. <laughs> That's the way it the concrete it crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's concrete. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Kyle, my trivia slash question for you is... Uh, the director of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Stephen Herrick. Uh, his first film was the horror movie Critters. I don't know if you ever saw that.
2: Um, but Kyle, what is your favorite real life or fictional critter? My favorite real life or fictional critter? Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a clarification on exactly what a critter?
0: Well, I would define. It I mean, does as a like... horse
2: a horse seems like a really big critter? But is yeah. it really a critter? I mean, well, I would. I would.
0: Define a critter as something sort of like you could hold in your hands, I guess? I don't know.
2: Oh, okay. So something that I can hold into my hand. Yeah. Um, And are there
0: mini toy horses? I did
2: not expect this question, and I feel like (laughs) I've been totally bamboozled. No. uh, (laughs) My favorite critter that I can hold into my hand probably would be... I don't know. Let me me think. I do like puppies, but... Sometimes they're annoying, anyway, uh <laughs> <laughs> they pee on you, yes, <laughs> you hold them, and then they pee on you, and then you feel bad, and it stinks. It's just not a good time <laughs> Literally um, and figuratively it stinks exactly, yes, but i I'd still probably go with a dog, dog, All yeah, right. even a big dog that I can hold in two hands, that works like this, like that.
0: For those just listening, Kyle has his hands fairly far apart, like shoulder length apart. And it's so it's a big, now it's all the way apart. Big, big critter. And Kyle, will you please tell us what you predicted Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure would be?
2: Oh, I I also predicted it would be
0: nostalgic. All righty. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Paul. And Paul, would you please enter the course in for Alice? Sure. (laughs) Alice. Is
3: that of course for uh, uh i don't know 1989 for bill and ted's excellent adventure or maybe you're already there and let's have a round table discussion on whether we thought this movie was a classic
2: there appears oh, to be a critter behind paul um <laughs>
3: yeah that's alice <laughs> i'm talking i'm talking to her with my back to her oh okay francisco keeps waving at me i don't know
1: what's going on <laughs>
3: But uh, let's talk about what we like and didn't like about Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, and then let's talk about what's new on our tubes and wrap
0: up the show with some feedback and announcements. Very good. Thank you, Paul. And Alice, when you find our target, let us know.
1: Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers. Incoming. Engaging retro rewired reactor. from the future. Oh, How's
0: it going, dude? dude? <gasps> <gasps> historical, big, excellent.
2: Ah! That's how you get together, remember who your buddy is. Ah! Oh, I love you.
0: this. Little <laughs> right, so cat. Excellent. Adventure. Rated PG. It's on Friday, February 17th. Yes, that was an excellent trailer, but were our memories as excellent? Let's find out in our memory mind-melt synopsis. Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan are friends who have a band, but to graduate high school, they need to pass their history class with an amazing oral report. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K, where they meet Rufus from the future. Bill and Ted travel through time in a phone booth collecting famous people from history and bring them to the present. The historical figures help present the ultimate high school history report and pass their history paper. Like when Abraham Lincoln's eyes get really big, he as he looks into the camera and says, Party on, dudes! And I, much like their history, well, maybe not,
2: I think that was pretty accurate, so no inception needed.
0: Unless, Paul or Kyle, you disagree.
2: No, I think you did well, but you did leave out the Iron Maiden part that I put in, but that's okay. Oh,
3: that's right. That's my fault. I only Sorry. feel a little bit hurt.
2: It only slipped through
0: the cracks <laughs> of the Iron Maiden. Oh, I understand. <laughs> Paul, so that was pretty close um, to what technically happened in the movie, but how is this movie technically made?
3: All right. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure came out on February 17th, 1989 in the U.S. of A. It was rated PG and ran 90 minutes. And it was directed by Stephen Herrick, as you mentioned before, mm-hmm. with writers Chris Matheson, Ed Solomon, and went on to star Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter. George Carlin made an appearance here or there, but he certainly got top billing. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs>
3: And a bunch of other royal famous dudes. Anyway. <laughs> oh, um, a little more technical. Let's get that way um, Did you know that this movie was made under the name
2: Dudes? No, I didn't know that. The working title was Dudes. Oh, Oh, wow. I'm glad they changed it. Yes. Yeah. Dudes Uh, is not cool. No.
1: (laughs)
3: Dude. The budget for this film was about $10 million and went on to gross over $40 million in the US. Oh,
0: very nice. Good job, Bill and Ted. Were you playing Super Mario Brothers?
3: Yep. No, we're playing
0: the NES game. Oh. No, they they made more than it cost to make. Oh, yes. so they powered they, it and they leveled up. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yes. They
3: ate the mushroom. They <laughs> ate the mushroom. <laughs> yeah, <Exactly>. they did.
0: <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Paul. But let's go, so let's go ahead and talk about the things we loved about or just liked about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Let's start with Kyle. What's one thing you liked about this movie?
2: Everything. Sorry. Uh, Podcast over. <laughs> yeah, done class it, it's done don't even <laughs> just yeah stop listening go watch the movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> except if it's a bad movie then don't well there is that i uh to be honest with you i loved i loved the pre- the presentation in that they'd never tried at one moment to be anything they weren't like in their portrayal of the movie it was over the top in the 80s culture and oh, it was excellent oh, oh, oh. it was excellent yes and the the fact that they never like they never tried to like be overly historically accurate or do anything that made any sort of sense <laughs> was it was so perfect. I loved that that fact that they never tried to do anything they they weren't. I'll actually I'd like to counter that a little bit, not because I disagree but
0: well, I guess in a way I disagree. I think that some of the things they did did make sense. Like
2: and this is something I really liked. I really liked the whole they made sense. What? Why wouldn't they make sense? Sorry, I I think I said they didn't make sense and I wasn't trying to say that. (laughs) Uh, But keep going, Francisco, because it did make sense. (laughs) No, they kept it very well. Anyway, keep going. Okay. So I was
0: saying, uh, I thought the parts like toward the end where they uh, told or like uh, Ted was like, okay, remember, you got to leave the keys here or remember, trash can, trash can. And then they would sort of like, They would make sure their future selves would come back and help their past selves. I thought that was pretty clever, and
2: I liked that use of time, and so that
0: made sense to me.
2: Yes. No, yeah, that made sense. Okay. But, you know, they never take the time to really delve into the, the theories of time travel. Yeah. Which I was thankful for, or the reason that they use a phone booth. But I mean, what else would you use? Uh,
0: apparently, right? apparently, they were going to use a van, like a 69 <laughs> Chevelle or something. But they thought it not be, a van,
2: just to point that out. Whatever. It's a, a muzzle
0: car. Don't remember the exact name. It was a van, though, so that they <laughs> could worry. fit more people <laughs> in. Well, that was the thing, that they were worried that it would be too much like a Back to the Future ripoff. Uh. Uh, but apparently, they didn't care that a phone booth seemed very similar to Doctor Who.
2: But. Whatever. Well, there are many of us who haven't actually seen Doctor Who and don't understand that reference. That's that's a good point. Because it's English.
0: (laughs) Well, Bill and Ted is in English too. Sorry, I meant British. I know that makes you give me a hard time. Anyway, Paul, what was something you liked about Bill and Ted? I like the fact that Bill and
3: Ted left Great Britain and now they're not British. No. (laughs) (laughs) um, Going back to the time travel logic, this is um, I I. This is the time travel logic that I ascribe to uh, personally that uh, when people debate time and how it works, this is the one I say, I, I believe that the Bill and Ted time travel theory is the most accurate where there's only one timeline mm. and whatever happened happened kind of like lost did the same kind of thing later, but um, it's none of this going back and changing history to create an alternate uh, future, it's just like whatever happened, happens.
0: So, oh, really? I, I, sur- well, okay. Right. I would say that whatever happens, happens on that one timeline. But when exactly. you go back, it splits off another timeline. Just like that's, I, no, I, I ascribe to, to the future. That's what that's, I ascribe uh, to. Yeah. Yeah. But this movie doesn't do that. I, I realize that. But so yeah. you're saying you prefer this version of time travel versus by right. the future. so
3: that's why when you said that you don't dispute. Different dimensions. I say I do because I've subscribed. I've
0: subscribed to the one timeline. So there's not alternate dimensions. Well, I mean, I anyway. So that's what I liked about to the get a little <laughs> to get spiritual. I'd say the angels and God are sort of in a different dimension. Okay, I'm not talking about that. Oh, bazinga.
3: bazinga! Alternate timelines, alternate universes, alternate like
2: that. You know that kind of thing. You can take what I say as you will, Paul. I know what I meant. I, obviously, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean then that if there's only one timeline that it only happens one way and it can never happen another way that's right so time we travel we just proves to... that there's that it's already all done yep oh that's sad so essentially
0: if you were to travel back in time you would just be an observer you couldn't affect anything
2: no you
3: can just like the person who shot kennedy oh,
0: was right. from the future i'm sorry what <laughs> 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 is that a X-Men Days of Future Past reference? I uh, no, he oh, wasn't maybe. from the future, but he, yeah, did, he did bend the was... bullet. Yes. Did you watch oh, okay. the movie? I did. I only seen it once, though. I can't remember if that was an aspect to it.
2: Okay, so we're getting way off topic. Way right off topic. What did you, topic. That you liked about the movie? Kyle? I'm sorry, what? Was I mean, Something else you liked about the something movie. Something else I liked about the movie. Oh, gosh. Um, I really loved the 80s-ness. It was very yeah. 80s. There was totally like if I wanted a person who was not born in the '80s to experience the '80s, I would have them watch this movie.
3: Yeah, except it, on, you can only be in the '80s to refer, to understand some of the references. Like, let's reach out and touch someone it was an AT and T commercial back then. That you, if you weren't around back then, you wouldn't know that. That's yeah. true. Yeah.
2: That's true. And they they would miss some nuances, but they would they might understand at least the skater culture yeah. <laughs> of yeah. the 1980s. Going to the a mall, yeah. <laughs> the slacker mall culture. Is still around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I don't know. It is although there isn't one in San Dimas, just Oh, interesting! I did yeah. not know that. Um, something else. Uh, something I want to sort of cover right off the bat of Uh-oh. something I liked. Was I laughed out loud nine times in this movie. I counted. Oh, wow, you actually counted? <laughs> just because I wanted a comparison to our last episode of Dumb and Dumber, Retro Rewind 50, where I only laughed out loud three times. So you could say Bill and Ted is 300% funnier than Dumb and Dumber.
2: I would agree with that math. Oh. And I didn't even do the math.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in any event, Paul it was something you liked about. Head. Um I liked the triumphant video logic. The the
3: circular logic reasoning that they had at the beginning where they need Eddie Van Halen to play, but in order <laughs> oh, to, yeah. to, to and well that's why we need a triumphant video. And whenever I get into circular reason argument or circular reasoning arguments today, I always interject, well that's why we need a triumphant video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just, awesome. just like out of the blue. Yeah, Oh that's, that is awesome. Oh, Usually I'm going to do that. People look at
3: me like, what are you talking about?
0: These <laughs> like, people don't know what
3: I'm talking about. They need to go watch Bill and Ted. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Well, now I can get more of your Dust in the Wind references, I think, after watching Dude. it. Again. Um, but very cool. Uh, Going back to the time thing, I think that we're going to hit on that a few times. Uh, 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 uh. Um. What do you so you like this this version of time travel, Paul? But Kyle and Paul, I'm curious, what do you think about the whole idea that while they're traveling through time, the Sandemus clock is still going? That doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me, but what do you guys make of that?
3: Time never stops and it's ridiculous. They should have got off at the circle, okay? But for the what is that? They call it the ticking clock or something in a movie where they're
0: trying to get to the climax. It makes sense from a movie plot point, but oh, not sure. reality yeah. plot. point. Yeah, 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 okay. So you think it's just because they needed a way, something to build toward a climax, right? Or, or to build tension, right? We, what did you think about that, Kyle?
2: I didn't think about that.
0: <laughs> to be
2: honest, <laughs> I just assumed that whatever George Carlin says is true. Oh well, isn't of that? Isn't that just standard? I missed that (laughs) memo, but okay. (laughs) George Carlin knows what he's talking about. Uh, No, I mean, I I, I guess to some degree, I will just go ahead and agree with Paul. Because they did need a reason. And if they could have just come back to the Circle K, then that would have like, all right. But Mm. then they would have maybe not have had the epic mall chase scene. That's the point, yeah. (laughs)
3: <laughs> or they could have just later yes yeah. they did
0: sure <laughs> they just skipped to it <laughs> uh kyle let's go back to you what's something else you liked
2: you know i this might sound like it contradicts what i said earlier but not totally <laughs> okay the uh so i i was a history major in college so i every time i watch a movie that has to do with history i always nitpick sure and yeah. so oh, you know not everything was proper however I loved the fact that they snuck in like random things, like, where is Napoleon? He's at Waterloo. Yes. That was, you know, I never got that when I was 10, because I didn't know what Mm -hmm. Waterloo was. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, epic Waterside Park. Sweet, yeah, I'd go there. But the fact that it was called Waterloo made me laugh really hard.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know what? I That totally went over (laughs) my head.
2: I see how that's funny
0: now, but yeah, I totally wasn't paying attention or something.
2: But they fit all kinds of random little things in there like that. That was the best. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that they called Socrates Socrates for the first three quarters of the movie. And
0: yeah, yeah that totally like, <laughs> made me crack up
2: when yeah, at the beginning, where
0: he's telling his history teacher how they learned, lo- we learned about Socrates' method. Like, <laughs> yeah. Socratic method. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I
2: actually distinctly remember when I was about 10, 11, 12, when I was watching this movie, calling him crates all the time nice. because of that. I still do. And I still
3: call
0: Beethoven beef oven. Beef, beef oven. <laughs> was it beef or beef? It sounded like beef B-E-T-H, to me. E-T-H, because that's how it's spelled. Okay, it's like then that, that makes more sense. Okay. Not a beef oven. Do no. you guys suppose Beethoven, I guess he wasn't oh deaf gosh. when they went and got him.
2: No, oh, he was. Bit. That's why they,
3: he didn't hear him come and pick him up. On, oh, Yeah, okay. everybody
2: around him was like, oh my gosh, and he just kept playing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it just seems like he wouldn't really
0: recognize the the sounds of the synthesizers and stuff when he was playing them. If
2: You're but maybe it. they're
3: Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. What was that, Paul? Maybe the electron the electronic tones he could hear better than
0: the um oh. analog. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I like that. We'll go with that. All right. Uh something else I really so speaking of the music, I really, really dug when they go to the future. The background music, which is apparently Wild Stallion music, I just mm. love that. It was just so... Really? Yeah. Boring. I, I, don't, I, I just really like the sort of rock uh, power chords or whatever. I, I'm not a music theory person, so I have no idea what I'm saying. But it just sounded good. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> well,
3: that's on that. Okay. But that's fine. I didn't think it was bad. I just thought at least it wasn't like synthetic. um, um, What do you call it from the '80s, where it was a bunch of uh,
0: synthesizer music to
3: portray the future? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Let's go back. Let's see. I have a few more things. Uh, Do you have a few more things, Paul or Kyle? Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's just keep going then. Uh, Paul, let's hit. Go for it. Uh, I like, there's a lot of fun lines that I still
3: uh, quote. Oh, to absolutely. Me, like You got to have a poker face like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three aces. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. This is a, a, it's kind of a little small anecdote, but my wife and I, we were walking through um, one of these places with a lot of stores, and they went by this caricature place where they had celebrities and things. Oh, cool. It goes, oh, look, it's Buddy. And I said, Buddy? because <laughs> that's what they call uh, napoleon you know at the mm-hmm. bowling alley oh you gotta pay pay yes, oh, buddy, oh. buddy. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> yeah people oh, were calling him yeah. oh yeah okay so, it turns out it was buddy the elf it was will farrell but <laughs> now i was thinking <laughs> napoleon nice <laughs> there's you know these memorable lines like look it's the good gear blimp I mean, that's just so random and funny. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I totally, I I bet if I watched this movie more, I'd be exactly like that. I'd be, it's, I could see
2: the quotable lines throughout.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Kyle, what is something else you liked? You know, I mentioned earlier, but the whole mall chase scene is just great. But my Uh, favorite music with that is good too. Yes. But my favorite specific part is when Genghis Khan picks up the aluminum baseball bat and goes crazy <laughs> in the oh, yeah. uh, sporting goods store and just yeah. decapitates the, uh, the the mannequin, mannequin and yeah. beats the snot out of it and then <laughs> does a front flip over the security guard. And, for, and can I ask, what mall has that many security guards? Oh, like, not the San because it doesn't exist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're but overthinking I mean, it, Kyle. I, yeah. I totally.
2: I know I am, Actually, but there you, was you like 12
3: say, of them. Maybe it is the San Divas Mall that has that many security guards, because only in imagination would there ever be that
2: <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> all uniformed and ready to tackle you on the ice rink. Right. Yeah. Where's your segues? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know, they weren't invented yet. <laughs> well they had time <laughs> oh,
2: travel, they could have come got yeah, one, I right? Suppose
0: so. and, um I really I thought so I thought Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter did such a great job playing teenagers. I just, <laughs> I thought they were so believable as teenagers. What I an mean, idiot, teenagers. Let's well, uh, <laughs> th- but the, I don't know. The, Clueless I, teenagers. That's yeah, a much nicer yeah. way okay. to put it. Thank yes, you, Paul. We'll go with or, that. Yeah, the prequel, The Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Though I don't really
2: care for Clueless, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. I, I just, we're not reviewing that movie. To comment on that, you're, yes. you're saying what I thought was funny as I was watching that mm-hmm. was like, this is the peak of Keanu Reeves' acting skills. Oh, no. <laughs> you <Now>, see. <laughs> not that I uh, don't like some of his later movies like Speed or The Matrix, but come on. The peak of his acting was as Ted. I'll have
3: to. I'll, I'll certainly say that's his yeah. most fun character.
0: <laughs> and you, you know what? It's interesting. Uh, Christy, my wife, she was watching it with me and she said, I can finally not see Neo. It's interesting. <laughs> like, I don't see Neo watching this, which is. Oh, see, that's funny because I always see Ted.
2: No matter what I'm oh, watching, if I see Keanu Reeves,
0: see I and I, I definitely like Keanu as a comedic actor. I like, I mean, I guess the replacements he's not he's not like really Ted or anything, but I really liked him in that and yeah, a few times he's into comedy. But anyway, so I, yes, I agree. I like Keanu Reeves in this as well, which is why I said that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Paul, back to you.
3: Um, Going back to what Kyle said earlier, um, I think it was his first point, I really have to agree. I think really what makes this work well, as opposed to, I should say, work better than Dumb and Dumber, in my opinion, is that every character but Bill and Ted plays it pretty straight. Um, oh, yeah, I suppose so. The huh? contrast. Well, except for the historical characters well, yeah. that they <laughs> capture. It seems like the more they hang around Bill and Ted, the more silly they become. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you yeah. know, whenever they're traveling through history, everyone else is playing it really straight. And these two knuckleheads are just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's just, but it's it's fun. I think it, that works when
0: you do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Sure, I guess somewhat related to that, the whole idea that, like, I think, yeah, you're right. Everyone was straight uh, when they, compared to them. Mm-hmm. But then in the future, they're very much like them, you know? It's like, everyone's like, yeah, just be excellent to one another. Um Well, they modeled their society after them. That well... Makes sense, wouldn't it? What's wrong with being excellent to each okay, other? so, well... That's exactly my point. Oh um, no. no! So although
1: <laughs> yet okay. I,
0: no, this is only somewhat a dislike, but it's it's mainly a like. Mainly. Mainly. Because <laughs> you like the music. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's very plausible that a society would be built around music, let alone one band's music. The Beatles. Our society is built on the Beatles' music. I didn't say our society, but I could see a society. I, I can't see it. All right. That's me, but I really, so special. I really, I really appreciate the sentiment this movie has that music can change the world. Mm. I I really like that the movie alludes to that Mm. universal language. I thought we established a different universal. Oh, candy. That's the universal language.
2: (laughs) Can there not be more than one universal language?
0: I suppose it universal.
2: <laughs> How many thought, universes are there? I thought universal just meant everybody understands it. No. Oh. Be quiet, Kyle. Sorry. And tell us the next thing you liked. <laughs> wow.
1: Uh
2: I, I mean I also have to agree with something Paul said earlier about quoting. Uh I anytime not that I often hear Iron Maiden, but yes. always Excellent. when I yes, put the Put them in the Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden? Excellent. I love that part. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Execute them. Oh bummer. <laughs> Plus the little small Englishman in the too much robe saying that is just it's just wonderful. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it
0: was I did like that they didn't make whenever they visited other places all of them like speak English. Like they they respected like Napoleon. Like, spoke English. French. Though I would I would have expected Napoleon to have... Did Napoleon only speak French? He didn't speak English, Kyle, Mr. History Major?
2: Uh, I can't speak to it, like, with actual authority, but I'd be shocked if he only spoke French. Yeah, yeah, that'd be my inclination as well. He fought the English a lot, so Mm -hmm. just from kidnapping people, he should probably speak some English. Sun Tzu says to know your enemy. Buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea if that's Sun Tzu. I don't know.
2: Whoever wrote. Art of War, I think. (laughs) You're right. Good job. Oh, good. Yes, Sun Tzu did write the Art of War. Yes.
3: Paul. Yeah, I thought it was a fun plot. Just uh, the idea to go around collecting historical figures. That's a fun um, idea that you don't often come across. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I like that they didn't actually overcomplicate it. Like the reason you're collecting historical figures is for like them to give a 30 second presentation for your high school book report.
3: Although it seemed like a <laughs> half hour or an it's hour. It's true. They did hour. seem
2: to get a lot longer, but they had a lot of people to talk about and they had a whole production going on. That's true. Yeah.
3: One so. thing that I noticed this time, speaking of long production where, um, I noticed this before where like in the middle of it, so suddenly everyone's eating pudding. Oh no, yeah. That, too. yeah. <laughs> but then I thought about like when they were in like the BC, Uh, era when they're fixing the booth and then everyone was he uh ted was giving out um little cans of of pudding from his backpack and like i've thought as a kid like why in the world he's carrying that much pudding yeah i understand that kind of guy would have the munchies
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes that makes sense Yeah. All right, guys. I only have uh, my classic maker or slash my most loved thing left. Do you guys still have – Kyle, do you still have a a lot of things left? I don't know about a lot. Give me a chance. I could probably think of many. But How about you hit us up with uh, one more thing that you liked, and then we'll go around and do our most loved things.
3: Or just come up with your most loved thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's Yeah, how about you guys go, and I'll think about my most loved thing. (laughs) All right, fair (laughs)
3: enough. Uh,
2: Paul, how about we start with you?
3: Uh, the, my most loved thing is that I found that these were fun characters to watch. And so what I really loved is like their use of big words, and yet they're clueless. About
0: oh,
1: yeah. It. Also,
0: <laughs> their yeah. mispronunciation of some of those bigger words is yes, fun as what, well. Yes, yeah. yes, also what makes them clueless
3: about it. But exactly. they're just, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know what? Very much similar to you. Uh, I My most loved thing was just Bill and Ted being such fun-loving, good-natured dudes. I, I, I know we said the that uh, this was originally called Dudes. I'm glad it wasn't. But they are just like so – they're such likable characters, especially Ted, Keanu Reeves' character. He was just – I loved his positivity and his optimism. It seemed like wherever – I mean, even – in the face of his dad, he's definitely got bummed out. But as soon as he was out of the presence of his dad, he, he perked back up again, which was really, I, I just loved his his overall attitude. So that was the thing I loved most about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Speaking of fun characters, it was fun to watch this this time around,
3: knowing that Joan of Arc was uh, also, the character, sorry, the actress also played the singing telegram girl in Clue. Oh.
0: Yeah, that was her, huh? <laughs>
3: yeah, actually, The Clue was actually her first role. So, Oh, this really?
0: Years later, yeah. And since know, then, she's been doing voice work. But, Speaking yeah, of ahead. which, if you would like to listen to me and Paul's commentary through the movie Clue, it's sort of like a, just very much in the style of the Retro Rewind podcast. We just sort of talk about things we liked. We talk about a lot of trivia from the movie. Um, And it's just fun. We had fun doing it. If you'd like to hear that, just send us uh, feedback, retrorewarnepodcast.com slash contact, or through any social media channel. Say, can you send me the link to that? I'd like to listen to it. It's totally free. You just let us know, and let us know what you think. Anyway, Kyle is now to you.
2: Ooh, my turn for my favorite thing. Yes. Uh, Man, gosh, there's so many. But I I think, like, if we're going to get deep right, and Dude. real about the favorite thing is the fact that Bill and Ted are just such dang good friends.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, they
2: would do anything for each other. Yeah. Including jump after a night after he thought his friend was stabbed in the chest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was just... They're just... I mean, they're, like, perfect... Buds. Buds, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know that they will be friends forever, and that won't even, <laughs> There's, like, no question about that.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: And I, you know, I have good friends, but the... Frankly, I get annoyed with people too much, too easily to be around somebody that much. But it's a nice thought to have somebody that you just fit together with so well. Yeah, totally. Buddy.
3: <laughs> well, today they would call it... Well, it's more than just a buddy movie because they're on this uh, quest to graduate, I guess. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, to not go to Alaskan military school.
3: Yeah, for yeah. at least for yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And before we get on topics of getting... Exported by your dad. Um, Let's go to Facebook for some feedback we got from there. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, just go to facebook.com slash retro rewind podcast and like our page.
2: Can a dad export his son?
0: Apparently. Is
2: he a a good? Like (laughs) export like a textile? Like is he a t-shirt? Yes. I was (laughs) just
0: trying to make a phraseology or some such. Anyway. On Facebook, Eric Michaels said... From Waterloo at a water park to Doctor Who with an umbrella antenna, this is definitely a classic. Where else will you see Attila the Hun on a skateboard? It was Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, but still.
3: (laughs) Where's the Inception sound? All All right,
0: right. all right, all right. Here you go. This is for you, Eric. But no worries. It happens to the best of us. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, then Becky Williams says, I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I always wanted to travel through time in a phone booth. I love how the language and time barrier doesn't seem to be such a big deal. Billy the Kid and Socrates become friends. Who would have thought? Yeah. Oh, and speaking of phone booths, something else that
3: I liked, especially as a kid, when they used the uh, the pound and the star button to like hit enter when they're done... You know, when they're together, you hit them both
0: at the same time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's the rock and uh, I thought roll that was, thing?
3: Well, no, it's because I thought that was great. It was like, finally, there's use for those buttons. Oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. I thought it was funny when I noticed. This time, it's pound and the infinity symbol. Oh, I didn't It's not that. actually a star. Oh, it's not? Oh, yeah. In the movie, cool. it's, a, it's an infinity symbol. Oh,
0: interesting. interesting. Yeah. So it's not just your run-of-the-mill phone booth. No. Whatever happened to that <laughs> phone booth? there was in Nintendo Power Finally, Danae Burge. Berg? I think Burge. Um, she says, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. That's my uh, Abraham Lincoln impression.
2: I appreciated it, the uh, Richard Nixon two fingers in the air thing He, that you he does
0: it. He does the two-finger thing, doesn't he? I well, he puts why. his arms
2: up, but all you see is his giant head in the TV. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't think it shows his hands, so it's up to imagination.
0: Yeah. You know what? Abraham Lincoln, I'd say most people like him. Richard Nixon, not so much. Speaking of things we don't like so much, let's talk about the things we hated
2: about good, Bill and Ted. Segue.
0: Excellent adventure. No, it's it kind impressive. of a reach, but thank you. Um... <laughs> Let's start with me. So, though this movie was, I thought, fairly snappy, like, patient-wise, I thought it was way too easy for them to get the majority of the historical figures. It would have to be for these guys.
2: But that just makes... It made... It was very... What do you mean? They showed up. They grabbed a deaf guy off of a chair. That's pretty simple. Yeah, but none of them put a, up a Genghis Khan fight. is going to want us Twinkie.
0: That's <laughs> I mean, the most that's ridiculous easy. thing, I thought. And
2: you knock on a door, and Abraham Lincoln comes to answer. You just grab him. Like, what else? I mean, what do you need? Candy grab. <laughs> they didn't like have to convince anyone, though, really. It just, you just that would have been funny? Just Billy, I the thought kid. it was too
0: easy. And then he had a rope and a gun.
3: Kn- knock on Abraham Lincoln's door with the singing telegram girl.
0: <laughs> nice. And then she shoots Abraham Lincoln? No. <laughs> Stop being excellent to each other. <laughs> but yeah, then, then none of them even object or say, Why are you kidnapping me or anything? Yeah, they say, What is this? What that's why they rope a uh, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just seemed. Anyway, it seemed too easy to me. That's a gripe I had. Of course. Paul, okay. what is a gripe you had with this movie?
3: I thought the intro credits were boring. I thought it as a kid, I still do. This is like you <laughs> said, a snappy movie. There's a lot of like good fast beats, but <laughs> the intro to it I'm talking about before George Carlin comes in to explain. That's fine.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh okay. The, the, the whole the like, slow uh, cone thing coming out it, of the ceiling that, or whatever the heck that was? Pop, a giant Ring Pop coming out. <laughs> you, of the oh, ceiling, it does. You
1: know?
2: And you're like, "What is this about?" It I, has nothing
0: to do with the rest of the movie till the end when you find out that that's where the telephone booth comes from. Yeah. But. I you know, I I was like, "What am I? I was very curious what I was watching." I was like, "I know this is Bill and Ted because that's what Netflix says, but I I, this doesn't seem at all familiar yeah um all right Kyle did you what do you what did you think about that intro scene
2: uh you know ba- because I am now a child, even though adult, an adult <laughs> of modern movies where we have taken out the long intros unless uh-huh. it's James Bond, yeah, otherwise it is like you see the name of the film uh-huh. and then all the characters come in on, ac- on during action mm-hmm the long intro was like, okay, come on, yeah. I'm ready. And what is this thing? So I, I will have to agree with Paul. That was a little bit frustrating, just being a modern movie fan. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, otherwise, I really liked it all. Okay. Oh, so <laughs> there are no other things that frustrate you? Know, me I went into it thinking like, oh, the, I'm going to really be disappointed in the special effects. Uh huh. But oh. I think because I grew up with it, it was very that was just like, oh, look, it's so look what they did.
1: Because you know,
0: <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and oh, it's kind of cute. Yeah. I, thought was, I thought it was good. I like. I always like the sort of the animation of like electricity and effects. Like you see that in Back to the Future. You see that in Ghostbusters. I always liked that effect. I thought it, yeah, it, it I, does I, a good job.
3: I, I disagree. I thought the oh. animation effects don't hold up, especially like when they're looking up in the clouds and like that's not clouds. You know what <laughs> I mean? Oh, I don't remember <laughs> that. But, and there, yeah, there the electricity around it,
0: the booth is fine. In, but, no, yeah, okay. Let me go back inside the hole when they're teleporting through different times. That was, yeah, that was lame. It, oh, that was three D animation back then. You know, wow. so
3: of course it's not going to hold up. But
0: well, I was just trying to agree with you, Paul, and now you're like dissing my agreement. No,
3: I'm just agreeing with you in a frustrating way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just a, it they're was well. that was the nostalgic part for me with oh, okay. the nostalgic, you know. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, if that was in a movie today, it would be ridiculous and cheesy. Yeah. But because it's from 89 and and I know that and I remember that and I remember even worse. <laughs> yeah. You know, special effects? Yeah. That I uh, I just appreciated it. it it just fit it fit with the personality of the rest of the movie, I felt like. Absolutely. No, it didn't fit with the personality of the movie. I bet you're going to tell me. Them kidnapping people. That's not very ethical. They just borrowed them. If they they be brought
1: excellent. them back excellent,
0: they should go to each person. Hey, we have a history report. You don't know what that is, but you okay. have a history report, <laughs> and we would love for you to come and tell us what you think of San Dimas.
2: Okay, well, let's be fair. They saved Napoleon. How they did didn't they kidnap save him? him? He would, He was blown up, and he was thrown through the air, and he landed on top of there, and then he fell in a tree. He could have been blown up and killed. He would have been on the ground. You don't know what was going to happen after that. Clearly, that there was an attack happening on his tent. Sure, because he was being attacked. Did he die at where he was? No, no not in. Well, room then room I guess it would have been okay. Well, he also didn't get exploded into a time traveling wormhole, so I that don't think that. The,
1: <laughs> that we know of. That's Fair true. Enough. Yeah,
0: yeah, good point. Um. All right. Um. Something else I didn't like was. It doesn't seem very likely that the whole school would come in to just see these history presentations. At least it seems like the whole school is watching this.
3: No, it's not the whole school. It's just a senior class. It's a very big senior class. And those were the teachers.
0: There were more than
3: just one teacher. Yeah, I noticed that. So it's like all the history students had to give this at the end as part of their final grade for their history class. Okay. I guess I was just thrown. I
0: was just thrown by how many people it was. Okay, that makes sense. Some rules are I big, man. Retracted. Yeah. All right, uh, Kyle. Anything spring in your mind about things you don't like? I, I'm just like passing over you because you said you love someone.
2: No, that's cool. I, I, there's not a lot else. All right, I'm just here to to argue when you disagree with something. Back to Paul. with something else you didn't like?
3: Um, I already mentioned before, I thought some of the music was lacking, um, well,
0: I thought some of it was fun, so. And you know what, I didn't, really, I only, that future scene that I said I liked, that's the only time I really noticed the music, so. No, you didn't
3: notice it, like, in the mall or in the, um, uh, the, the Waterloo? No. Which nope. is, uh, you know. I did not. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the
0: <laughs> music must have been lacking for you, too, huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, except for that one. I I, I didn't not like it, but it wasn't memorable. How about when you jammed at the end? Well the seeing Rufus go that <laughs> they was. They get better, awesome. I promise. Yeah, that was funny. Yes. They get they better. Do get better. Yeah, they do get better. <laughs> yeah. Um something else I didn't like and this I well it's not something I didn't like, but I started dozing off at toward the end. What? Whoa. Okay, go wow. ahead. Wow. Yeah, I was just getting sleepy eyed, and Christy was nudging me. She's like, I can't believe you're falling asleep. I'm like, I, yeah. So I did go back and rewatch the parts I missed, but. Here Are you go. shocked? I know. I'm not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I think. Anytime. Did you like the parts that you rewatched? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah they didn't it, put you to sleep then? No, time? no, no. I watched them in the morning, which helped oh. as opposed to watching them at night. All right, guys. But uh, do you have anything else, Paul? Before you want to say it? Oh, okay. Go for it.
3: Um, okay, in the mall, you know when, which is one of the most fun scenes. But in the music store, when the guy didn't want Beethoven playing the keyboards, even though he was drawing a crowd, it was just doesn't make sense that, at all. Yeah, and, that really doesn't. It should be like,
0: look at what you could do on these keyboards. I
3: know. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense. Um, so that frustrated me. He pulled me out of the movie. But then things just got really silly with the whole breaking out. and But it was still fun. Yeah. Um, another scene that really annoyed me is where in the medieval times where Ted supposedly falls out of his medieval <laughs> night suit and it it's perfectly together and he stabs like the suit and you think it's Ted because, of course, it's shaped like some... No one falls out of a suit and it lands yeah, perfectly. That
0: like was that. pretty far-fetched. I mean, even yeah. for this movie, that is pretty far-fetched.
3: Yeah, exactly. So I didn't like that. But I have
0: one more thing that I didn't like. One more? Yeah. Oh. Then this would be my tragic maker. So All right. Uh, let's see. Kyle, do you have your tragic maker in mind?
2: I will. You guys go first.
0: <laughs> so here would be my tragic maker. I hated that there was no resolution between Bill and Ted with either of their fathers. At least I didn't see one. Anywhere. And I hated that like Bill's dad could didn't care about his son. He only cared about his new wife and Ted's dad just wanted mm-hmm. to get rid of him and only <laughs> cared about yelling at him. And it was just that was really frustrating. And I wish there was some resolution with them, but there wasn't any. It was sort of just like just sort of like that part doesn't matter. It's just about the music and them getting better and them getting British girlfriends. Um which is fine. I, I just I just wish that that other component was there. It felt incomplete to me.
2: So like a subtext to the movie. Do all yeah. things need to be wrapped up in a nice little pretty boat? I would have liked that. That's this not how real life up. is, Francisco. Okay.
3: Yeah, relationships are harder to uh, to make right way. It's easier to grab people from history
2: <laughs> than men relationships. Absolutely, they, it they takes a
0: lifetime to mend relationships. They didn't have to mend them in the movie, but just to sort of hint that there was some progress being there made. is
3: when when um, I guess Freud he's not in Alaska. The, but... Freud gave the the whatever the diagnosis on Ted that his father was projecting on him, and that and then he realized that. So that's a step
2: towards the healing process between him and his father.
1: Mm-hmm. And suppose... if
2: you watch the faces of the fathers when they're given their report, they're clearly Shocked and engaged, especially Ted's dad.
0: No, but Ted's dad seemed like, What's going on? I still don't get this. What what's happening? Uh, at least that's how I read his expression.
3: At the beginning,
0: yeah. No, no, at the end. During the, ex- oh, the during end? the oh, well, of the presentation, yeah.
2: He's a little clueless anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, glad he's captain right. of the San Dimas Police Force. Yeah. And uh, I he do he was
2: talk- lost in Angeles County Sheriff's Department. I'm just saying. What? <laughs> yes. When they went in, they were at the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. Oh, really? Still Los Angeles
3: County. Oh, oh, yes. But going back to what you said about the um, the girlfriends being British, I like the fact how you didn't. It was fine for the Bill and Ted not to be Britain British, but the the girlfriends are okay to be British. Okay. Earlier in the podcast, you said like, (laughs) "Oh, at least they're they're not they're they're, they they speak English, but they're not from England." Never oh, mind. Oh. Okay.
0: Cut this out. Oh, <laughs> in. I don't sorry, care. Sorry. Sorry. I just did not remember that callback at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Something my... oh. You're asleep already? No. All right. He, Paul. he thinks he's watching the movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's stuck at that end part that he didn't like.
1: <laughs>
2: Paul, what is the thing
0: you hated most about this movie? British girls aside
3: it's not the thing that I hated most necessarily but it's what would I would call the tragic maker and that is is that this movie and the humor is just silly it's it's so silly that could be turn off to newcomers who haven't seen this especially to this day and age and mm. be like hey you should check this out oh really is it funny yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but not usually in the way that you think it is. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those dumb movies. It's dumb funny. You know, so yeah, it's not, it was like, oh, this is one of the best comedies of all times. So it, it is if you like that kind of humor, or at least it's possible. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I mean, I would. It's the dumb humor that I would say is the tragic yeah. In it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I I see that. Kyle, it is to you. It's to me now, huh? Yes. What would you what would you say would make Bill and Ted's excellent adventure a tragic, if anything? Or what, what did you like least? What or, you yeah, like what least. did you just like least?
2: Same difference. Well, I mean, you know, like I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, being a history major mm. and studying history in depth when it when when it's so simple to make things correct and they get it wrong, it drives oh, yeah. me insane. Um, what they get wrong, well, oh, did so the for what ruled China in twelve eighty five Genghis Khan never ruled China, but they were never in China, that said outer, outer Mongolia, anyway, that's another discussion his, <laughs> his children ruled China, Genghis Khan never got outside of Mongolia, but the, oh, they never invaded China no, his children did oh okay he yeah. he, as the leader of the of the Mongols, never actually got into China, but he invaded China, no, his kids did. <laughs> You're killing me. My head hurts. Did. Yes, Kublai Khan, you know. And now, then
3: there was uh, the Wrath of Khan.
2: I was going to say, did he kill Kirk Spock? Or... Well, the new one, he killed on
3: Kirk. version you saw.
2: <laughs> um, Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you haven't watched the new Star Trek, or if you have so. Anyway. Uh, so
0: being a history major, those sort of things. Yeah,
2: just those little details. And one of the things they did... <laughs> That actually, I thought was I caught um, in the when they traveled to Outer Mongolia, and it says the little year at the bottom, uh-huh. you know, and it says Outer Mongolia. It said like twelve oh five. Genghis Khan was not alive in twelve oh five, but they corrected it later when Bill and when Ted introduced Genghis Khan at his oral report. Oh yeah, and he said twelve seventy five. Oh,
0: interesting. <laughs> so
2: he was. They were wrong at one part, and they were right later. Huh. I thought it said twelve eighty five. Maybe the zero looked uh, like an that I guess it's that, possible but still that's the wrong year. I remember being very annoyed by it but that's okay. Yeah,
3: but I thought it was very I don't know what the word is but it seemed weird that they didn't know anything before capturing all these people and then when it came time to do the report they knew everything about okay. these people. They were able they, to give, give them introductions.
2: Their yeah.
1: <laughs> a little
3: yeah. convenient
2: there plot
3: people yeah. interpret
2: <laughs> Socrates' hand motions.
0: Yeah, he, he also loves, loves love
1: billiards.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, this, this isn't playing the piano. It's San Dimas, obviously. <laughs> did, did you see? I didn't notice this
3: before, but he had a I love San Dimas button on him. Oh, I didn't notice did that. I, guess, That's I heart San <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but these are the things we did not heart about this movie. But with that, Let's move on to our firing solution. Alice, can you please give us the firing solution? Firing solution
1: complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark.
2: Your intro did not do that justice. I I agree. (laughs) I, I
0: dropped the ball. But did this movie drop said ball? Kyle, how would you rate... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Classic, you would recommend it to anyone. Nostalgic,
2: you would only recommend it to people who've seen it before. Or tragic, you would not recommend this to anyone. I am really on the fence between nostalgic and classic. Oh, yeah. For the same reason that Paul brought up about the humor Mm. and the time period. Like, it's so 80s that if I showed that to a bunch of teenagers nowadays, they would just be like, what did you just do to me? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: (laughs) So... Can't we just watch The Hangover? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With that thought in mind, I'm still going to call it a classic. Nice. Because I I enjoyed it so much more than I thought I was going to enjoy. It, it wasn't mm. even just, there wasn't a lot of nostalgia for myself having watched it at such a young age. But at the same time, I I laughed through the whole movie. I thought it was so hilarious. And I just was so entertained by it again yeah. that I can't give it anything but a classic. Nice. Totally fair. All right cool thank you kyle paul let's go to you <clears throat>
0: oh, i really i <laughs> yeah. really feel
3: i think it's tragic that anyone who has seen this wouldn't rate it a classic oh. because it's so fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> pulling over your classic Paul, with oh
3: no, I agree with everything that Kyle just said. It's, um, especially if you've seen it before, it is really fun to go back and rewatch.
0: Alrighty, so that makes two classics. Yes. What does Francisco rate it? I don't know why I talk to myself in third person.
2: Makes you feel special, I understand. You don't, I don't know do why
0: you talk to Francisco in the third person. <laughs> I was also borderline, guys, uh, between classic and nostalgic. I, I very much enjoyed this movie; um, it was fun. I, but I think I do have to take in keep in mind that I fell asleep toward the end of it.
3: And, that's your fault.
0: You stayed up too late. And I don't know yeah, if I would. You
3: said you didn't in the morning, so that's <laughs> your fault. I don't
0: movies. know if I would necessarily share it with uh, my daughter when she's oh. older.
2: I, I, I mean. We'll share it to her when she's like seven. She might like it. I mean, I and mean, then she'll went. like it when she's older. <laughs> oh,
0: genius! Okay. No, but uh, so I'm gonna rate it nostalgic, even though Paul thinks that's tragic. Yes. To confuse you, you know. Wow, yes. I don't know what just happened. So there's two classics and nostalgic and a tragic. That's weird. Um, why are you
2: allowed to vote twice? I want to give it two classics now. now
0: Paul, Paul gave it the
2: tragic or something.
3: It oh. doesn't matter. It's a disputed classic. Either way, you shuffle
0: it. Hey, look. It's Socrates over here. Hey, Socrates. What do you think about
2: this podcast? I appreciate the fact that you actually physically turned and looked to the right.
0: <laughs> breaking freaking the fourth <laughs> wall here,
2: Kyle. Oh, sorry. Anyway.
0: He loves this podcast. <laughs> he loves this podcast. Anyway, with the two classics and a nostalgic, the Retro Rewind podcast rates... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, a disputed classic movie. So we recommend you go watch this again whether you've seen it before or not. Whoa. (laughs) Excellent. Well, guys, now it's time to move on to what's new on our tubes. We're traveling to... Back to the present from 1989. Alice, engage new tube. Whoa. YouTube systems engaged. Let us begin with Kyle once again.
2: I get to start all kinds of things, but this YouTube. time I actually have one, so I don't have to think about it. Awesome. Um, so I don't watch a lot of television. Ooh, me neither. And I don't watch reality TV. However, my wife and I are both obsessed with MasterChef. Oh, really? Um, and now they have their little spinoff series called MasterChef Junior. <laughs> Which that is, like easy bake ovens? <laughs> no, it's with full-on kitchen, but it is the same judges, is oh, really? three amazing restaurateurs and chefs and a bunch of children between the ages of eight and twelve. Wow. And they, that they do and they do all the same things. They get all the ingredients, they have to do all these crazy cooking things, but they're absolutely adorable. And that doesn't have all the cattiness that you have with adults. They're like, nice. when somebody's sad or upset, they all go, like, they stop doing what they're doing and go hug each other. Aww. And, like, give each other high fives and say, oh, you're fine. It was much better than you think it was. Oh, it's just so awesome. It really kind of melts your heart. Well, what's, the, what's the bald guy's name again? There's bald judge? Oh, uh, Joe
0: Bastianich. Yeah. Does Joe still, like, look at him with that deadpan stare as he's chewing on their food?
2: No, he, he'll pull that out a little bit, but more as, like, he, he, he's clearly making it as a joke. Oh, oh, really? Okay. The judges oh, are actually fun. hilarious. Aww. Gordon Ramsay is like the sweetest human to these children. Aww, he doesn't... Nice. Yeah, I mean, they're honest. They say, you know, like, it, your pastry wasn't done or whatever. I mean, they're very clear when they're judging, but at yeah. the same time, they're like... They're just start out freaking out. Cry. Oh, no. Okay. They go, they help them, they hug them, they, you know, it's pretty awesome. Oh,
1: that's sweet. In episode
2: oh. two, they allowed them to dump like five gallons of syrup on their heads. Oh, gosh. Oh, that'll take a while to get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the judges' heads? Yeah, so they had a oh, okay. pancake competition. Oh. So it was they had these three kids had twelve different skillets. Uh-huh. Who could make the largest stack of pancakes? Oh wow. And the win they were each fighting for a particular judge. Uh-huh. And so the winner could save his particular judge, but of course he didn't. Mm-hmm. So all three of them got this massive amount of syrup <laughs> poured on their heads. It was pretty oh,
0: awesome. Funny. <laughs> cool. All right. Paul, what is new on
2: your tube?
3: Uh, recently, my wife and I went out to the movies and we saw the movie Book of Life. Hmm. 3D animated movie. Um, I don't think I've heard of that. It's A lot of people said that. I'm surprised because I saw advertisements for it a lot and I don't watch TV. Hmm. And <laughs> um, But it's based on the Day of the Dead, the Mexican fiesta mm-hmm. celebration. Mm-hmm. And it's a good romance movie. It's very creative and it's it has a fun vibe which i didn't expect Oh okay hmm. so um yeah, i thought it was well done and if you see the preview like the trailer of it, some of it, the style is so different than what we're used to at least here in north america mm-hmm. it's more of the south american kind of style yeah. and some of the characters are a little strange and you're like oh what's going on here but oh it's it's very creative and imaginative and i thought it was well done and and i recommend checking it out
0: very good now it's called uh, book of life yes cool so francisco yes paul how are you (laughs) a-okay and what's new on my tube
3: (laughs) oh you have something new to share
2: yes paul (laughs) Um, Like every time, (laughs) do you guys ever get stumped having up with a new tube every two weeks? Uh, Sometimes, yeah, sometimes.
0: (laughs) But not this time. Oh, good. I recently watched uh, Edge of Tomorrow, aka Live Die Repeat, aka an awesome Groundhog ripoff. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's way more violent than Groundhog Day, so which makes it cooler. No, but. (laughs) So I, I really enjoyed it. I. It was intense throughout, through and through, and it was just—I really enjoyed that movie. I uh, definitely wanted to watch it again after I—we just watched me and Christy just watched it, so uh, probably probably not at the top of the list to buy on Blu-ray someday, but on the list definitely. That was good. There, there were two things about that movie. That one you is didn't after, like the, one
3: is well, no, one is neutral. Is after I saw that night, uh-huh. I had the most. I had the weirdest dreams. And they're all about death. I wonder. Oh, really?
2: Maybe because you (laughs) watched Tom Cruise get shot in the face like 30 times. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) It's it's a lot of dying. Yeah. um, But
3: I didn't, I would watch it again, except for the ending. It doesn't make sense to me.
0: I completely agree. I completely agree with you on that. I was expecting it to end at where you would think it would end, Hmm. you know, after what he does. Yeah. And then... Oh, we'll talk about non-spoiler off the air. That, that's what... You mean on the I air, mean, non-spoiler? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah we'll yeah. keep it non-spoiler on the air, but off the air, we'll talk spoiler. Exactly. So... Okay. But I still I still recommend it. I think it's a really good movie.
3: Really... See, I have a hard time recommending it because of that ending.
0: Oh, uh, well... Mm. But I'm, it's still a fun movie, so yeah, I'd recommend yeah, it. <laughs> ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Cool, guys. So check out Book of Life. Check out... Help me out, Kyle. Master Chef <laughs> Jr. Master Chef Jr. Yeah, that's what it was. And Edge of Tomorrow. I'm sorry, I was talking over. What was the chef one called again?
2: Master Chef Jr.
3: Master Chef Jr. Okay. Yes. Is that like on Nick Jr.? No,
2: it's actually on Fox. Oh, okay. I watched it on Hulu because I'm never home.
0: I'm curious. Are you still watching
2: Arrow? No. I oh. I stopped. I mostly I just kind of stopped watching a lot of TV that oh, okay. I don't watch with Jenny because mm-hmm. I don't need to watch a lot Jenny of TV. being your wife. Yes, yeah, sorry. I did like it. I didn't stop watching it because it got weird or lame or mm-hmm. dumb. I just stopped watching it because I was watching too much TV. Completely fair. But the one you didn't wa Stop watching was Master Kid- Chef Junior. <laughs> I watch it with my wife, so it's. Oh, like a, that's right. You said like a, that's right relationship time, you know? Mm-hmm. Bonding, shoulder to shoulder like men, mm-hmm. but with my wife. It's weird. But hey, it's okay. I suppose you guys talk, you know. She tells you things, you tell her things. Well, she's not, she tries to tell me things, but she just needs to remember that if I'm watching TV, I'm not gonna remember anything she said.
0: So you have to, like, open up your communication satellite when you really need to engage her, much like this. Sat online. <laughs> Receiving incoming transmission.
1: Are you should, a little
2: too proud on that one? <laughs> I should get that, and then I can... And Jenny can just not talk to me until I play that. And then she would she would have a very clear, like, 10-second introduction to the fact that I'm now paying attention. Exactly. And We're, then by the time that clips over, you're not paying attention anymore. <laughs>
0: before we get to our feedback though a few show announcements tomorrow is united statesian thanksgiving so have a happy thanksgiving if you're celebrating
2: united statesian yeah america uh, is like two continents. continents i understand that and i'm shocked that somebody didn't say america i'm impressed thank you we we
0: we try to Correct. impress here at the retro rewind podcast
2: anyway so enjoy <laughs> Sorry, enjoy <folks>. your
0: turkey <laughs> or your tofurkey if you don't eat turkey, or whatever you have to celebrate the holiday. But that day, Thanksgiving of the United States, is the last day you will have to uh, enter in what movies you want the Retro Rewind podcast to cover. Yes, go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash cast your vote. And So Black Friday is too late? Black Friday is too late,
2: exactly. Oh. Um. Because Why would you make your last day like a holiday where people are going to be with family? They can do to it anytime sure before, before
0: that
3: too. Or they can do it after, right? The voting will still be there. Oh for yeah, the next round. They
0: can, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Here are what the top five movies were today. If we closed voting today, they would be Three Amigos, The Wizard, True Lies, Twister, and The Mighty Ducks. All right. So that's quite the the combo there. Um so yeah you have essentially when this comes out you have that day and one more day Thanksgiving day to finish voting to lock, in your votes. to lock in your votes for those for for the top 10 movies yeah and then we'll lock those in then the next top 10 movies you can start voting on
3: or continue voting on
0: or <laughs> yes Moving on from that, though. Uh, So we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we are now running a Patreon campaign uh, that's essentially like sort of an ongoing Kickstarter. Uh, Something you may be concerned with, though, is, uh, Francisco and Paul, are you going to start charging for these episodes? I thought this was a free podcast. Yes, is. Don't worry. The the podcast is still free. We're never going to charge for it. This is just a way, if you find value or you enjoy the podcast a lot and want to help grow the show, this is a way you can do that. So you go can ahead. help sponsor our show. Exactly. So you can go com slash Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And it'll take you to our Patreon page. When you pledge at certain amounts, you can we give rewards out at certain levels. So I'm just going to start calling out here at the end of the show what some of those are. So... We're going to start with the first one. So if you pledge $1 an episode, that's essentially we're going to give you a show shout out. So either me or Paul or even Alice will say thank you just like we did at the beginning of this show. And just thank you for supporting the show. And we'll do that at least one episode, likely more though, uh, until we get a lot more people at that level.
3: Is this like Romper Room where they hold up the magic mirror and I see Billy, I see Susie, I thank John, I thank Rodrigo?
0: I don't get that reference. You wouldn't? (laughs) Thank you again to Brian and Andrew and Jake for being our patrons. Now moving on from announcements to feedback. Uh, We got... Uh, an email via our contact page at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash contact. Alan M., who wrote us quite a while ago, he wrote us, um, Hey guys, enjoying the show as always. I really like the recent Dumb and Dumber episode. Also, Francisco, thank you so much for turning me on to Kung Fury. My daughter and I enjoy watching over-the-top action and sci-fi movies like, just like that one. We are both hyped for Kung Fury. I also enjoyed the Star Fox 64 episode. I can remember remember being so excited for that game, I imported the Japanese version with an import N64 adapter just wow. to play it a few months early. Thanks for keeping the show entertaining and clean as always. You bet, LNM. Um, thank you so much for that feedback. Uh, <clears throat> then on Facebook, Deb Powers, which is Paul's mom, Hi, uh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> she messaged me to give me some moral support. She said, "Francisco, I'm with you on Dumb and Dumber. I couldn't even stand the trailer, so I never watched it. You are not alone, nor are you dead inside. You just have a little to- you just have little tolerance for something so dumb. So thank you so much, Deb. Apparently, I." I don't know if you consider Bill and Ted a dumb movie. I certainly don't. Um, I do. Well, then I guess my tolerance varies. But yeah, I, I again didn't like Dumb and Dumber, and I'm glad that I'm not the only one. So thank you so much for that, Deb. All right, now I want to thank you guys being you You're guys welcome. being the guest host. First off, Kyle, thank you so much for being on the show once again. You're welcome. It was fun. I'm glad I got to watch this movie again. Awesome. Yeah. So glad to hear that. I'm
2: glad
3: you were on the
0: podcast again.
2: Me too. Thank you. Me too. Aw, hugs, guys.
0: Virtual, though. Yes, virtual. Of course. (laughs) Awkward virtualness. (laughs) Um, Kyle, if people would like to get in touch with you, how would you like them to do that? Just through the show? Or do you have a email or twitter or anything like that i i don't do the
2: internet so how about through the show
0: all right cool (laughs) just says yeah send us an email and i guess i should say i don't
2: do social media that's a more proper thing i use the internet for other things like
0: on the internet right now
2: like now (laughs) an email and research but anyway yeah sorry (laughs) all right cool thank you once again and
0: paul once again thank you for being on the show as always of course And how can people reach out and touch you? Uh, Let me guess.
3: Virtually. Uh, uh, Go to www.pauljpowers.com.
0: Is that a one-stop shop? That's my one-stop shop to find me. Uh, (laughs) Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX or through the feedback form or anything like that. And if you'd like to hire me for uh, graphic design or web design, you can reach can you, me through that, too. Can you dress up like a monkey and dance? I don't offer that service, no.
2: Oh. But he can actually do it. This is, Well, yeah, I guess I could do it.
0: <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. That's but, what I was really curious about.
2: We're not watching
0: Zoolander. But, Paul, why don't you tell us what we're watching next time on the show?
3: Next time, we will be rewinding back to the year 1987 for the movie Spaceballs.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: Spaceballs. <laughs>
0: And We've so, been man, jammed. Oh, sorry. One, two, three, four, five.
2: One, two, three, four, five. Okay. <laughs> That's the start. worst combination ever. Oh, I got to change my sport. luggage.
3: Uh, <laughs> go to RetroRewonPodcast.com to support, or go to social, or I, if you love Spaceballs, you can continue quoting lines.
2: Druish <laughs> <matter>. Princess. <laughs> Funny. Does not look Druish? <laughs> I'm a mog. Half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. My own best friend. But now I'm <laughs> dead. Oh, so is wow. Oh gosh, <laughs> way to make me sad.
0: <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, Paul. Please continue. <laughs>
2: oh, I'm done. Oh,
0: and I do want to point out that that is our will be our two year anniversary episode. So we're going to try to have several people as <laughs> guest hosts because that's always fun when we do that.
2: Sorry, I wasn't laughing at you. I keep thinking of space balls and it makes me laugh. (laughs) Are you finished combing the desert? Do you think we're taking this too literally? Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) No, the ass is combing the desert. Now we're combing it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you most of all to you, the listener, for putting up with this. Well, yeah. (laughs) First off, for putting up with this, Uh, but more so for listening to the show, for downloading, for subscribing, for sharing it with your friends for supporting us on Patreon, or just thinking good thoughts about us. It is all appreciated, and it's so great that we get to be on this podcast and get to enjoy it with you all. And like a Pokemon, we'll catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast.
1: Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Math Point Omega. And return to base. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Put in the real sound effect there.